Hello, and thanks so much for tuning in to A Preacher's Kid's Perspective, where I am your host, Lady Lakeisha. On today's show, I will be interviewing Mrs. Twyla Ellis, who is both an author and a life coach. She will also be mentioning some things in her book called A Trophy of Grace. If you haven't had an opportunity to read it, please go out and purchase it today, where she will share her personal testimony and some of the things that she went through as a kid growing up. Parents, please be advised that some of this stuff is heavy on today's show. So please, please, please listen with your children today. Hello, hello, hello. How are you doing today? I am doing great. Can you hear me pretty good? Yes, I can hear you loud and clear. Good. Everybody, I just want to welcome one of my good friends. She's like a mother to me at times when I need it the most, Mrs. Twyla Ellis. She is an author and a life coach. You can reach her at twylaellis.net. That's her website. So if you have any questions or comments or concerns, please don't hesitate to reach out to her again. That is twylaellis.net. How are you today, Mrs. Ellis? I am doing wonderful. I am. Under the circumstances, I am doing great. Keeping my peace. Yeah. This this COVID stuff is nothing to play with, isn't it? <laughs> right. Right. But I'm keep, keeping my eyes on the prize, which is which is the Lord. Amen and amen. Well, for those of you that don't know, uh, Mrs. Ellis is a life coach as well as an author. And she believes in using positive psychology. Just just in case you were wondering or had any questions about that. So today I just wanted to bring her on because I'm a big advocate of mental health. And that is something that, that she's a big advocate on, too. So we just want to talk a little bit about that and and, uh, you know, give you guys some like updates on what we're doing and, and what we're not doing and how we're making it through this moment uh, in time, because it's very difficult for people in today's age right now with the whole epidemic and pandemic that's out there. Um, so, Mrs. Ellis, I want I kind of want to start with talking or telling the people what you do and what you don't do, because there's a huge difference between being a counselor and a life coach. So can you just briefly share with us what's the difference between a counselor and a life coach? Right. A life coach is someone that what the name stands for coach in the mm-hmm. same manner in any basketball, football, soccer, volleyball game, what the coach does. The coach doesn't play the game, but they coach the players to be better by standing on the outside, giving a bird's eye view of ways that they can achieve their goals and win the game. Well, there's different types of coaches. And Mm -hmm. whatever type of coach you choose, is the person that helps you win in the game in life and that whatever success, whatever goals and dreams and passions and desires that you have, but you just Mm -hmm. can't quite pinpoint what next step to take. Unlike in a counselor does Mm -hmm. that as well, but in addition with a license, and let me back up. A coach is not governed by the state. It's not normally it's not governed by the good, the state, but a right, counselor right. is. A counselor is governed. In addition, they can diagnose you. Life coaches don't diagnose their clients. 
Yes, that's very important. Right. Now, you personally are a life coach. What is um, your overall goal? What is your purpose? What do you feel you're called to? Well, I chose positive psychology, which aligns with grow model as well, because I believe Mm -hmm. that if you change your mind, you change your actions, you change the way you talk, then your life changes for the better, positive. I chose that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I chose that due to a miracle actually being done on my mind. However, I knew it started. I know it started with the false narratives and demonologies that I had in my mind had to be changed first. Therefore, it changed my life. So besides my passion for helping people to be the Mm -hmm. best that they can be. I was unctioned to move forward in coaching and getting more credentials and applying myself more, you know, and so the, I say, so the Holy Spirit can use me better, but he can use whatever he wants to, but empower myself because our brains are amazing and God gave them to us to use. And the education here is for a great purpose. It's for a great, good, wonderful purpose. And the more we know, the more we can help people because Information and knowledge is a game changer. Yeah. Oh, I totally agree. Yeah. Yes, indeed. You wrote this book, Trophy of Grace. I actually have my copy. <laughs> but um, I want you to tell me what inspired you to write this book. I mean, there are some things in here that are very deep. And I, I mean, I, I'm just like, wow. Like, like, what inspired you to do that? Wow. The book is intense. Yeah. And it's my it is autobiography. It was a desire to help people come out of a state of hopelessness, helplessness, even mm. suicidal thoughts and feelings mm. and emotions due to severe sexual trauma, sexual abuse, incest, incest. Because I myself was a victim of incest by my biological father to the point where I even had a child by him and carried that child for nine months because he uh, didn't even, actually, he didn't even suggest abortion. But I probably, I mean, I would have did whatever he wanted me to do because when I became, when I got impregnated, I was only 12 or 13, something like that. A lot of my, my a lot of my memory is suppressed due to the fact of the trauma, and I know, thank God, that I believe that was one of my coping mechanisms to not remember and not recall uh, a lot of the de- intricate, horrific details. Although I wasn't yeah. beat physically for like mm-hmm. like that, I can remember being beat one time because he saw a boy in the house with me. But other than that, I don't even remember the details of the sexual abuse uh if i can yeah. be you know we both adults and if i can be can i hope adults are listening to this member the yeah. i don't remember the intercourse part the feelings the yeah nothing like that I, sometimes i can remember i think i can remember as a kid my body reacting in ways that i didn't understand because the body do what it do when, when it's done yeah. when certain stuff is done to it it's gonna do what it do um however i don't and it and it doesn't have to be willingly your body has mm-hmm. a mind of its own. It unwillingly does stuff. Yeah. Uh, however, oh, yeah. I 
a lot of my memory was suppressed and I don't remember a lot. But yeah. as I wrote the book, I was unctioned first, uh, my mentor and my friend and, you know, told me you need to write a book. And then it was confirmed by Dr. Guy. And then it was confirmed. It was put on his heart to do a big seminar for book writers and having people reach deep inside themselves to know that we all have stories and it was just made yeah. so easy and available and then a lot of people don't know people that didn't even go to the church or the counseling ministry or the people that I knew I was getting confirmation yeah. I had one lady tell me that nobody knew her she said that book is written in heaven it need to come to earth she said and mm -hmm. you are the one to write it she said I don't care how many books are out there because my I battle with so what's yeah, another yeah. going to do? And she said, no, you need to write one about your particular story that's going to reach particular yes. people that God want to reach through you. That's when it. He said, yeah, she said, when let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. She said, that book is in heaven. It need to come to earth through you. You need to write it. And even my husband was constantly encouraging me. He was, and we, before then, we never talked about that. That was not one of my bucket lists to write a book. It was not. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was okay. not. But I wanted to help people. Like I said earlier, like I said earlier, I was talking about hopelessness and helplessness and, and full of shame and unworthiness yeah. and just all these yeah. thoughts and being, I wanted to just be a tool to let people know somebody out there that cares and helps and made it through. That's why I call it Trophy of Grace. I'm a yeah. trophy on display of God's grace and mercy because I'm not on drugs. Statistics show when I wrote the book, I had to do a lot of research. Statistics uh -huh. show that, and I put it in the book too, that people who've been through such severe trauma and layers, and I'm not even saying everything that happened. Um, right, right. That 90, they said like 80 or 90% of them are on uh, bipolar medicine, schizophrenic, or even in the same asylums or committed su suicide. They can't cope. They can't deal with it without God. But the people who sought and listened to their voice and allowed, because God is no respect of a person. So he re he trying to reach all yeah. of them. But some of oh, them just, absolutely. yeah, some of them just can't. They don't want to. I'm, and that sounds like, well, why wouldn't they want to? I don't know. But since God is no respecter of person and he and his love reached and his grace reached out to me, he'll do mm -hmm. it for anybody. So I, oh, yeah. I accepted it. I did. I was, you know, I was out there. I did drugs uh, kind of mildly. I didn't get into heroin and stuff like that because my mom oh, was in prison. When the, yeah, my mom was in prison when the sexual abuse was going on. So that put a... Okay a thing in me that said, I don't want to do heroin and crack and cocaine. And then in addition to that, it was made available for me to play basketball. And everybody know that when you exercise and play basketball in any sports, and I played from sun up to sundown, it put, <laughs> <laughs> it put, it released a lot of the stress and adrenaline, whatever, you know, how it pumps that adrenaline in. And oh that, yeah. That, them endorphins that, and everything. Them endorphins. Is, right. It that's what kept me. That's the difference between my sister and I. She didn't play sports and she got on crack. Yeah. She didn't, she she didn't have that outlet. She didn't have that outlet. She didn't take that outlet. Wow. She didn't like sports like I did. And I see that now in hindsight, actually. Yeah. 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 
And that's very important. Oh my gosh, that's very important. So let me ask you this. So you are you are a, a mother, you are a wife. Yes. How did you find time to write this book called Trophy of Grace? Like where was the time for all of this? <laughs> I was actually writing in the middle of the night. When I first mm-hmm. started writing the book, I was still working for the city of Dallas, Darden, and I had a graveyard shift. Okay. And it, yeah, and I was the head dispatcher. I had been promoted to to be a dispatch supervisor, and I was the, one of the head dispatchers at that on my shift. And okay. on my downtime, I would be writing a book, and I downloaded an app on my phone, and I would write. And sometimes I would wake up in the middle of the night, even on my off days, and write. So that was just me, because that was the time I had in the middle of early. In the middle of the night, I guess, or early morning hours, I guess you could say it like that. Right, right. And, you know, that's, uh, to be honest, that's most creatives do their work. Um, I, I can't recall a time I was not up in the middle of the night working or writing or creating. I mean, that's, mm-hmm. that's like the best time. <laughs> it's not a lot of distractions <laughs> during that time, I tell you that. <laughs> right, absolutely. And I didn't plan it, but you're right. Right. Yes. So you spoke a little bit about this whole basketball thing. I didn't know you was a baller. If I did, I would have put you on the court a long time ago. Well, no, you wouldn't want to do that. You wouldn't want to do that. You wouldn't want to do that now. But you say, I don't want to see you on the court, No, you don't don't want none of that. (laughs) No. Because, uh... Oh, my gosh, that's funny. All right, so Mm -mm. listen, um, um, what what do you do for fun? Like, what are some things that you personally do for fun just to kind of get your mind off of things and all of that? I'm a, I would say I'm an outside person. I like going to the lakes. I like traveling when I can. Just mm-hmm. the the most relaxing, fun thing to me is getting in my car, driving, and ha- and having my grandchildren my grandchildren with me too. They give me life. They give me life. Uh-huh. My grandchildren. They do. They give me life. And uh, a lot of people don't link that together with what happened to me because that's part of my healing. God mm, gave me those grand yeah, he get that's a second chance in life. I'm so grateful to have children that I can just love and love me unconditional. Wow. Because all my childhood yes, I didn't have that and I love. lived in fear and trauma. Uh-huh. And I and God know that I needed that. And since I surrendered and submitted to him and I do I have suffered. It's not easy. Let me let me make sure I put that out there. Fighting against the thoughts and the demons that I dealt with and the and the spirits that transferred to me from being sexually abused and the 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 demons and the heartache and the pain and the shame and all those doors that were open. And to allow access to my soul because of that, it it was not easy. Yeah. But by the grace of God, when he said the word of God is sharper than a double-edged sword, piercing to the division to the soul and the marrow, and it divided it, it cut it mm. loose, that's what it do. That word of God came in there and separated the soul wow. and all those spirits off yeah. of me. Some of them still there. I, I'm, still, it's, it's a, I'm a work in progress and I don't use that as an excuse right, either right. because I believe, because the it's finished. The finished works is yeah. finished. I'm not trying to preach, but everything is already oh, done. Yeah. I'm just applying it to me. 
and I'm walking in it as I apply it. And I thank God for his grace to do it little by little. Yes. I'm gracefully broken. I'm gracefully broke down and transformed and allowed to just make mistakes. And God whispered, the Holy Spirit whispered in my ear and say, it's okay. Get back up. The race is not given to the swift or to the strong, but to those that endure yes. to the end. Keep going. The battle is not, that's what he said, the battle is not given to the swift. So keep mm -hmm. going. Keep going. And that's been my rock. And but you know, when I said all that to say studying the word and going to I do a lot I love the activities that they have at our mm -hmm. church and I'm participating in that and just relaxing at my age yes. now. But before then going to the movie, mm -hmm. playing basketball, riding a I have a bike, just things that keep that move oh. me. Things that my body is moving, I like to do and just relaxation and joy, playing cards. I I can sit up and do okay. that. Just simple stuff. I'm real That's simple. Good, good stuff. Well, listen, I, I just want to say thank you so much for taking time out of your day to just impart on us some of that knowledge that you have in you. And it is a wealth of knowledge. I want you guys to check her out again at www.twilaellis.net. And that's two L's. Again, that's www.twilaellis.net. You can also find her on Facebook at Twyla Ellis. And yes. at Trophy of Grace. Trophy yes. of Grace. Don't forget that one. You know. <laughs> um, and I believe you're on Instagram too, yes. right? Yes. yes. Um, so you can get her on Instagram at uh, Twyla Pauline Ellis 1. And that's the number one. Don't spell that out. That's the number yes. one. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I think pretty soon you'll be offering classes, right, uh, for... Uh, people that that need that need that need a life coach, correct? Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. God is doing things through me, and I'm just letting Him do it. <laughs> so, yes. Uh, when I leave here, <laughs> or whatever, it is. I have a legacy that don't stop <laughs> for real. Seriously. Uh, don't yeah. stop. <laughs> and I have yes, and I want to just give a shout out to my great support support, and you know who you are, and who when you hear this <laughs> and listening now. I have a the best support system in the world because I didn't have a family. That's good. Blood family. Yeah. I was street it was stripped from me as a child. And I can say this and I feel I'm not I'm, a, uh, I'm not gonna say too much because I'm stepping into an area where my emotions are starting to rise mm -hmm. up when I think about how good God is and how He put people around me that are really loyal and they really love me. It's Sometimes genuine. they don't know. I sit back, mm -hmm. it's just yes. And I sit back and I think these people really yeah. love me. And that's 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 the power of God. <laughs> that that's mm -hmm. something that only He can do, and only He can create that that particular space. You know, the Bible says in Romans eight and twenty eight that uh, things will work out for the good of those who love the Lord and are called according to His purpose. So, if you guys are listening and you you're struggling with mental health, please don't hesitate to get counsel. Please don't hesitate to get counsel. Oh, yeah. If life coaching is what you need, please don't hesitate to reach out. You know how to reach both of mm -hmm. us at this point. And, and if we can't find it for you or if we can't do it for you, we will find somebody who will. So until next time, you guys uh, make it a great day. Go out and do something you love. Since we in COVID, make sure you're wearing your mask, being safe, wash your hands. <laughs> You know, forgive yes. yourself and forgive others because life is too short, yes. guys. Yes. So until next time, I love you guys and yes. thank you all for tuning in too.
a preacher's kid's perspective. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you are someone you know would like to be a guest on the show, please send an email to preacherskid777 at gmail.com. Again, that's preacherskid777 at gmail.com. To see what we are doing in the community, check us out on Instagram at preacherskidperspective7. Again, that's on Instagram at Preacher's Kid Perspective 7. If you just want to talk to me personally and check me out and see what I'm doing, then you can hit me up on Instagram and Twitter at LadyKey7. Again, that's Instagram and Twitter at LadyKey7. So go out, make it a great day. Do something you love for yourself. And remember Romans 8 and 28. Things will work out for the good of those who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. I'm your host, Lady Lakeisha, and you've been listening to A Preacher's Kid Perspective.